Monday, August 23rd, 2021. I'm in my car. It's raining, and it's a very gray day. <laughs> it's perfect. For RPG Day 2021, today will be one of the surprisingly rare days. I never would have predicted it at the beginning of the month, but it's been incredibly rare where I will use the large print prompt. So today, for the 23rd day of this 31-day marathon of positivity about RPGs, the prompt here on this podcast will be the word memory. In a real sense, the topic I have chosen to wrap the prompt in today could as easily have addressed the other three prompts, which were innovation, quick, and surprise, but I, I think it's best to label it as memory. Last year, as August became September in 2020, Camden Wright of Unicorn Motorcycle Games put out a curious game that little more than 500 people had helped the company kickstart. It was called One Child's Heart, and the game generated a lot of interest during its crowdfunding stage, and it generated a lot of passionate discussion during the production stage. And that passion actually helped transform the game into a clearer and perhaps more insightful and impactful version of the original intention. What is the game? In a nutshell, and to quote from where you can buy the game, it's this. There are pivotal moments in every child's life that shape who they become. One Child's Heart is a tabletop role-playing game that invites players to take the role of child welfare professionals participating in a new mental health care memory exploration experiment. The Central Limbic Engagement Recovery System, or CLEARS, brings characters into the memories of these key moments to give support and guidance to a child who needs both. Professionals help create connections and teach resilience to children who desperately need someone to care about them. If that strikes you as a heavy theme, I don't think that that reaction would be wrong. And then after you've had time to let that reaction sit, I would invite you to think about, well, the actual themes of many of the other games we play without thought, either because they are so popular that everybody plays it and so they go without question, or because they came to us at an earlier point in our lives where we didn't question them, or because they perfectly align with our interests. But they may be just as dark and require just as much seriousness, care, or self-reflection. So, from that point of view, the game is both easy and not easy to play. And while being both easy and not easy to pitch, 
To reach the light in the game means imagining your way through more than a person's fair share of darkness, and in a way that makes a person wish that the clears technology were real. This is both something which makes the game and its play truly memorable, but it's also the sort of thing that puts some people off, and a game unplayed is often soon forgotten. Games like this are challenging in ways that a lot of games are not, and they serve functions that both are and perhaps are not intended. As a role-playing game, One Child's Heart capitalizes on the potential for empathy present in RPGs, and it draws on the common desire to help others. At the same time, it completely reframes, in the real world, what help might mean in a way that models and emulates how the memories that form the main arena of play are to be reframed rather than overcome, erased, or undone. It is an experience of imagined empathy that can inform real-world empathy. On a more subtle level, the procedures of entering into play, the recognition of who might be drawn to play such a game, or who might find more than preference for subject matter, dissuading them from trying it, all conspire to potentially transform casual relationships between the players and very likely provide greater context for aspects of who they are as people, which had long since been accepted without question or comment, that now, in being shared, make some amount of difference. It's never too late to discover another point of connection with an old friend. In design, in the text, in the physical printing of the book and the deck of memories, there is a stark simplicity and a vulnerable beauty. It's the sort of game that shelters an ephemeral potential that seems to require the melding of the solidity of firm intention to play a certain way with the fragile trust of a child toward new experience. Right from the powerful introduction, which is an act of bravery and honesty that has its own impact on the reader and the idea of the game. The game sets itself apart and says calmly that, yes, there are demons, and there are bad people, and if wishes were horses, we might be able to ride over them and trample them to oblivion before any innocent or anyone else, for that matter, got hurt. But wishes are not horses. They are just wishes. It also says that practice makes perfect, and we can start our practice with listening. Listening being the essential skill of the role player. It is a game that should not be forgotten, even if not all of us can bring ourselves to embrace it enough to allow it to become one of our gaming memories. You've been listening to the Casting Shadows podcast, and thank you for taking the time. Through the month of August, each episode, each day, is a response to the RPG a Day initiative, a 
marathon that takes us through one prompt a day for each of the 31 days of August with the intention of speaking positively and encouragingly about this hobby, which we must love because we keep doing it. RPG A Day 2021 is the eighth year of this event, and it's my sixth year as one of the organizers. So I do hope that you are enjoying it. I do hope that you're finding other posts out there that interest you and that you let the people who made those posts know that you listened and you enjoyed what they contributed. Until tomorrow, take care. Thank you.